witch of the woods, and I have come to steal you. Tammy stuck a fly in through the trees. Clickety clackety, clickety clackety. Does thou understand my English, Tom? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Dost thou see a book before thee? Black Philip, Black Philip, Panther's out his head. Black Philip, Black Philip, to Nanny Queen is wed. Get creepy. <laughs> My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 114. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing a period piece called The Witch. Witch. A witch witch. Witch. <laughs> Kristen and I actually watched together before the podcast was even a thing. I don't remember if we were talking about it at this point or we were just watching movies. I don't remember timelines, but I think it was around fall time when we watched The Witch because I think we were talking about watching spooky movies because it was spooky season. It was. So I feel like we were kind of talking about a podcast because I think that happened around September. I don't know why that sticks out in my brain, but (laughs) it does. So... This is an A24 film, which uh, A24 should sponsor me in particular, <laughs> which in turn, which would be us. But uh, I am an A24 stan. I will just, you should put a banner on my car or something. <laughs> I will just forever go to bat for A24. Uh, they could probably put out a garbage movie and I could sit there knowing it's garbage and be like, that was so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, but look at all the artsy touches. I know. I mean, that's not true. If A24 put out a bad film, I would, you know, say, oh, that was not good. But so far, I have not seen an A24 film that I have disliked, even outside of horror, because Swiss Army Man is one of my favorite films, which is also A24. And I feel like there have been a couple others I didn't realize were A24 that I like. doesn't matter. But <laughs> this is, again, an A24 film, and it is, again an art house type film and a lot of people have mixed feelings on that the critics don't which we'll talk about they love it but audience very mixed opinions on this film and I completely understand why especially going into a film that was super hyped up wanting some real big spookies you're not going to get real big spookies here yeah I mean there are some like moments where you're like oh that was kind of creepy but overall it's really not in your face scary like I would say just talking about a24 films as far as which ones are in your face scary the one that comes to mind mostly is probably hereditary yeah being the scariest but like midsummer is not in your face scary either it it's spooky but not like in your face and this one's not either so This is set in the 1600s, which makes it very unique. And if you listened to our last part of 100 Years of Horror, I can't believe it was the last part and it's over. But we did talk a little bit about The Witch. And one of the things we mentioned was watch it with the subtitles. And I feel like if you watch this in theaters, which we did not, you might have walked out with a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth. 
because it can be a little difficult to understand. If it's very old English, there are some phrases we don't use anymore. I'm not going to say it's almost like, well, would you say it's almost like a different language? No, definitely. I feel like it's a different language because there are even points where with the subtitles on, you still don't understand what was going on in 1630 is the exact year like I don't know what the fuck was going on back then I know that witches were a bad thing but like there are certain phrases that they say and I go I don't know what the fuck that means I mean this was very very early colonization you know Mm -hmm. so this and this is what's going on so this family comes to America from England begrudgingly some of them and the the father his name is William he decides that his family is going to purchase a farm and they are After going to they get kicked the fuck out because right. he's not following the religion to a T like he should be. Right. So he's already technically a heretic that is being pushed out. So we already have some of that potential witchiness going on. Which is super interesting because I'm so you don't really get much of that in the beginning you get a little bit of it like you get a trial you Mm -hmm, know you get him in front of quick yeah you get him in front of the town and the judge and everything he's super religious like what was he yeah and it's something he didn't want to participate in like we do get that gist so yeah what the fuck yeah I don't I don't know if I can we don't we don't find out exactly what he did yeah so he they are now at this farm and everyone's super pissed about it except for William and I you know he's trying to make the best of it I guess but they're pretty much their fields are pretty barren and you know that right off the bat it's not really much of a secret yeah Catherine is his wife they have the oldest daughter her name is Thomason and they have a son named Caleb who is the oldest son and then they have twins mercy and jonas they are boy and girl and it was just a all it says even when you look into it is a religious dispute from a plymouth colony so Mm -hmm. that's i you know old school plymouth colony they weren't even good enough for that (laughs) (laughs) that's all they had to begin with though but we moved to this farm and they had a baby named sam yeah so things are on the up and up things are looking good hopefully except no yeah, he fucking disappears. Gone. Bye. Yeah, after playing peekaboo, like, can you imagine how fast that must be? I mean, yeah, Thomason is literally just like, you know, putting her hands over her face and then moving them and then baby's gone like mm-hmm. that. And then, of course, it's her fault, even though it's not. But like, right. She gets but blamed for it. The mother is so like the siblings don't really bug her about it the twins are assholes the father doesn't but the mother is so distraught yeah she needs to blame someone and mm-hmm. unfortunately thomason is what do you think like 14 or 15 yeah maybe maybe, maybe i'd just say maybe 15 yeah. yeah she's really young but in this culture she's old enough to go off and get married and bear children you know yeah and at this point mom is over it she doesn't even want to look at her face because she lost her baby so she needs to move on she needs to go marry she needs to go somewhere else yep and i mean you kind of know what happens it ain't no wolf but that's what the family decides happened is that a wolf 
ran from the woods nearby and stole the baby. But that's yeah. not what happened. There's we know the witch because there's a witch, you know. Yeah, because the name we of the do, movie. After Sam is taken, we go see the witch, and it's just spooky music and like flickering of what's going on in her little cave. But we see a knife being held up to the baby, and then we switch scenes, and then we see her like mashing something, and then we see her rubbing something all over her body, and then all of a sudden she can fly. Well, she killed that baby so she could fly. Yes. And actually, that is a piece of trivia I have. The rendered fat of a newborn unbaptized baby and usually male is supposedly one of the pieces in the ointment for witches to be able to fly. Well, flying's pretty cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, got no, it, got it. no, I just, <laughs> you know, that's. She needed a baby, and she was like, wow, look at that. A baby. <laughs> I've been needing one of those. She's like, fucking sweet. Yeah. Score. <laughs> so Catherine, of course, I mean, uh, losing a child, I I cannot imagine. And so she is, of course, just, just beside herself with grief. And all she does is cry. She spends her days crying and praying. She spends her nights crying and praying. And another aspect is, again, they're super religious. So she yes. believes that her baby is in hell because he was unbaptized. Exactly. And I'm this thing of religion, like, yeah, it was like, it bothered me because I was like, shut the fuck up. Your kid's not in hell. But that's just the way it was back then. And it currently is. But this is where it stemmed from. So. If you were unbaptized and you died, no matter what, there was a circle of hell for unbaptized babies, literally. Right. I do have another quote that I'm sure will strike up the religion talk a little (laughs) bit later. A little bit later. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. But it's really sad because there, there literally is like, and I'm not blaming this mother for thinking that that's just the way that it was. Like they didn't have any other real comforts other than religion but also it's their biggest ailment in this entire film Mm -hmm. is religion so you know (laughs) so William is going to try to get Caleb out of the house teach him how to like do manly things but Catherine doesn't want her children out in those woods obviously because like you know Wolf just stole one of her kids. She wants them close to her. And she's feeling also like very needy. And But William takes Caleb anyways because he's got to go set traps and stuff because they're really low on food. They don't really have much of a crop. There's not much to hunt out there. You see them see a rabbit a couple times and they're like, holy shit, a fucking rabbit, you know? Right. They're like desperate to shoot it for food. So, yeah, it's desperate times. You really only see them break little pieces of bread for dinner. Mm -hmm. like in a dinner scene or two so they're not doing super hot there and when they're out there William tells Caleb that he's had to trade Catherine's silver it's like a chalice or a cup for hunting supplies and that's important later too because Catherine seems to hate her daughter Thomason and I wouldn't say hate but that's the vibe she's giving off in the film yeah or what happened to Sam and yeah, she's definitely bl- putting all the blame on her. Yeah. Wants to even get rid of her later. Like, send her to another family. Like, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. 
Caleb actually, when they get back, Catherine's pissed. They're, she's like, where the fuck were you? And William's in trouble with his wife. And Caleb knows that. And, and Caleb was like, uh, I thought we saw an apple tree and we were going to go pick you apples. And we wanted to surprise you. But then there was no apple tree. So, you know, sorry. And William, even though they've gone through all this religious stuff and he just quizzed him on his religion and talking about sins and blah, 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 just let his kid lie. When it yep. convenienced him, it was totally fine. Yep. He constantly does that with Thomason, too, because he'll be technically in trouble for something, but his wife won't know who did it. And she automatically goes to Thomason and he doesn't fucking defend her. He is a pussy. Oh, yeah. And that's what like the dinner that they were about to talk about. She gets pissed because she can't find her silver cup and she blames Thomason. And even Caleb knows that it was his dad and nobody defends her. Yeah. And what's even worse is later on she goes, it's not for the vanity that I wanted it. I wanted it so that we could sell it for food and things like that. And that's that's exactly what he did. So he didn't even need to lie. He could have been fucking honest with her. But even when she says that, he doesn't confess. Yeah. Big baby. Aren't you're I'm not saying I agree with gender roles, but in this time period specifically, you're supposed to be the man of the house, bruh. Exactly. Like, and also don't take her one and only thing without asking her. She would have been totally fine, it seems. She's she's a religious Puritan woman. She doesn't care about a silver fucking cup. Like that is already a thing. Why did why would you think she did? Yeah. And even if she did, she cares about her family's survival and yeah. her own survival more than that guaranteed like yeah. she would rather not die than have a silver fucking cup exactly literally and that night like she's just like sobbing and she talks to her husband about thomason being responsible for samuel's abduction and the children and over they're all listening yeah oh yeah they're like are y'all awake and the kids <laughs> just don't answer like come on like don't your kids are gonna eavesdrop don't just be like hey y'all up exactly and, and they're playing fucking possum over there like no <laughs> i did that shit all the time so the children overhear their parents discuss sending Thomason away to serve another family. So she knows that they're about to fucking send her away. I would start being mean too, yeah. you know, which is what she does. Because <laughs> she's already like harassed her little siblings because the day that William and Caleb came back, she's gone down to the river to like wash her dad's clothes and fucking Mercy comes out and she's like singing about the witch or whatever and she's like i'm the witch man 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 to just try to scare her sibling to shut the fuck up which definitely comes back to bite her in the ass yep because her the twins are actually the spawns of the devil <laughs> yeah like i'm sure that sibling rivalry thing like you just wanted to scare the shit out of her but this is witch times girl don't do that yeah really don't do that especially if there was like a religious reason y'all got banished you better be yeah, careful. Exactly. So she's already like tried to convince her little twin siblings that she's a witch just to keep them away from her. Like no other reason. And then she is now she's going to find out she's going away for another family. So I really don't blame her for fucking, you know. Agreed. Yeah. Granted, at this point, I'd be like, send me away. Fuck these people. 
Yeah, honestly. I think she... So her and Caleb do have a sweet relationship. They're there for each other. So I'm sure that's the only reason she doesn't want to go away is because of Caleb. And Caleb doesn't want her to go away either. Now, Caleb has looked at her in some weird ways. Yeah, he's definitely hitting that puberty. You know, he's noticing that his sister has boobs. Yeah. But it's not like he's actually tried to do anything. But it's weird. (laughs) But still. I was talking about the quote that I would bring up that will probably spark the religious conversation, and here it is. So, because we have skipped over, before they even get back, when Caleb and his father are in the woods, he is freaking out because all his mother is doing right now is crying because Sam went to hell because he was unbaptized. So now, poor Caleb is stuck with the, am I going to hell thing? I'm going to hell, right? And... His father asks him to repeat a Bible verse, and the part that I quoted was, I was conceived in sin. So the reason that Sam, the unbaptized baby who did nothing wrong, went to hell was because he was conceived in sin. So the parents put that on the child to go to hell, but they're still going to go to hell? I, I don't understand. Why the fuck then are you telling parents telling people to keep having fucking kids like that is a religious thing you would expect people who are like oh my god you're born in sin don't have any more children but instead religion is like no 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 give us more but they're still going to hell yeah that made me really sad too because he's super dwelling on the fact that he's going to hell because he was kicked out before he was baptized yeah caleb was so all he's heard about is you know, and his mom is still scared that Caleb's going to die. And that's specifically why he doesn't want him like she doesn't want him like going to the woods and doing things like that. Because if he does die, that's another, you know, child's soul lost to hell. Mm-hmm. And it's not super uncommon for children of this time to die, you right. know. Regardless. And another male, another male. So in a time when property is definitely handed down the, you know, paternal line. We now only have one son and or potentially would only have one son and it would be one of the twins. Like he's not even the oldest. He is just a random family member at this point that would get it. Like your your lineage kind of fell apart a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also just I, you know, living in spite of being dirty and sinful and like talking about it all the time, just like that's why bother (laughs) you know like (laughs) right i don't know Uh, that's yeah this whole i i just think it would super suck to be alive back then like i definitely i know that we have our problems and everything now but this is definitely the best time to be alive you know i know that we need to work on climate obviously we need to wake up now you can do what you can do for climate but if the corporations don't do shit then you know, your recycling is not going to fucking matter. I'm just saying like, exactly. you know, I'm not saying don't do the things you can do, but you driving your car every day isn't really going to put a dent in things if the corporations don't do what they need to do. So don't feel too guilty. But I'm just saying like, it's definitely the best time to be alive just as far as technology goes. But mm-hmm. like, especially being alive during these, this era, and then also just being like, I am just a sin bag. Like, you know, like just no happiness or pleasure I can have. Like sex is for reproduction only. 
period. The woman, even that, it's a sin to do. Yeah, it's, it's not allowed to be pleasurable at all, especially for the woman. I mm-hmm. actually th- found this. I follow a historian on TikTok, actually. I've been meaning to send you their videos, Kristen. And they had a, this was from the 1800s, a book of sex advice. And it literally was telling the woman to talk about her daily chores during sex as to not feel too much pleasure and for the man not to feel too much pleasure. So it wouldn't be too much of a sinful act. That sounds about right. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's around the same era when we get Queen Victoria asked her mother what to do on my wedding night. And her mother said, lay back and think of England. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then think of your duties. Exactly. And then immediately after she was to tell the husband of his list of things to do, you know, like nag him, basically. So sex was not to be enjoyed by anyone, not even the man. Like, yes, it was like he needed to, like, get off, basically. Because that was an ailment that he suffered, but it wasn't for him to enjoy. It was basically just like, like again, something that he suffered, you know? Poor men and their suffering. I know. <laughs> God. Sorry, I do love men, but still, come on. Yeah. So it just seems like a horrible time. Like, everyone is dying. You live until you're like 45. Like, if that... And then you can't even enjoy things that you're biologically programmed to get to enjoy or eat. Yeah, you live 40 years fearing for your death. That's terrible. And for your afterlife, constantly. I mean, we still do that, but like, less so. And also, if you do, if you sneeze wrong, you're going to be burned alive. Which, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. if you have a random mole, you could be a witch. If you're a, a woman. birthmark. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I come down to with this film of if I lived in that day and age and was basically hated, so loathed for being a woman, I might also go on and be a witch because they had the most freedom. Oh, 100%. I decided I would do exactly what Thomason did. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck these people. Deal with the devil. Fine. Yep. At least, you know, while I'm here, it's not going to be terrible. Like, At least I'm not someone else's. Well, I am another man's property, but at least he made me sign a book and it's like, it's there. I get it. I get to fly. Exactly. I might have to kill a baby to do it. But, but fuck people. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like even her own family will get there. But good Lord, what they do to her in the end is just fucked, man. Mm-hmm. God. And it's not, I'm not saying, I know this is a dramatization, but like people were ostracized and beaten and stoned for less. For way, way less. And the father, once it comes around, does actually mention that. He's like, "This this is not to joke around with. The fact that you guys just said this, I need an answer. Otherwise, the courts will figure it out. That would be terrifying to me. Oh, yeah. And they would have immediately been like, yeah, you're a witch. Oh, 100%. No questions about it. Exactly. And the movie, I I do love that it it feels like The Shining because they are out there in this remote area. You know that town is a whole day away, a day and night ride away to get there. They are all by themselves and now they're being attacked by some outside force, especially with the father. You can feel the cabin fevery aspect 
and with the mother oh my god she goes crazy oh dude yeah oh yeah she does so early the next morning when they find out that Thomason is going to be sent away, poor Caleb is, he's like, I'm going to go find food. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to be a man. And Thomason's like, I'm going to go with you. And so they take the horse and they go to check the trap that they set in the forest that him and his father set in the forest. And when they go out there, they find a rabbit and the horse freaks out and their dog chases it. And then their dog gets killed and all hell breaks loose and Caleb gets lost and he finds a witch in the wood. Yep. And the beautiful witch seduces him and she's beautiful until you kind of see her arm wrap around him and then it's old and rotting looking Mm -hmm. and just... Which is also a very The Shining thing to do. It's oh, yeah. a lot like the lady in the hotel room in the bathtub scene. Oh, yeah. And they did take a lot of things like that from Stanley Kubrick movies, not just The Shining. I was reading in trivia, so they must really love him, the directors. Yeah, that's – I wouldn't say it feels super – like it's not doesn't feel like a ripoff or anything, but mm-hmm. just like little nods here and there. What It doesn't exactly. make you – it doesn't like take you out of – the witch and you're like oh my god this is the shining or this is stanley kubrick just but like little things like that and it's not like other movies have never done that before but no but this one is very it's very artsy it's nuanced it's that you can feel that that's the shining but it's not a bathtub it's not the same exact scene he did it a little different but but paid homage to it exactly yeah and i love that yep and then of course thomason is found by her dad because they have to go searching for them in the woods because they didn't come back. And William finds Thomason and brings her home. And then, of course, Catherine is pissed at her because it's Thomason's fault that now Caleb's lost in the woods, even though Caleb was the one that would have just gone alone mm-hmm. because they don't yeah. believe her. Exactly. It's looking like thomason is either evil and she's killing her siblings or she's making such poor decisions and really needs to stop being put in charge exactly but they're gonna go with the witchcraft aspect exactly (laughs) if you could choose one bad decision by a teenager or she's an evil witch what are you gonna choose evil witch you know (laughs) of course back then of course logic and they're looking you know they have to william's gonna go back out and look for caleb and but before that, Thomason is just getting a fucking reaming by her mom. And that's when William is like, OK, um, I sold your cup. Can you stop fucking screaming at my no. daughter? Now, William does have a soft spot for Thomason and you he feel does. really good about it for I a little it. while. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For a little while until it you don't. And then he tries to get Catherine to back off Thomason. And then Thomason goes out and finds Caleb naked in the rain and he's super fucked up. Like he doesn't know what way is up. He's delirious and super sick. Mm -hmm. The next day, the twins also, they are, they've been singing about black Philip and He's the family's black goat. And he's what you see like on the Blu-ray cover and on posters a lot. And we all know, or if you don't know, 
black goats or goat heads or whatever are symbols for Satan, for Satanism. Now, not Church of Satan because it's a different thing, but just symbols of Satan. Right. And they accuse Thomason of witchcraft because Thomason is out with them and she tries to milk one of the goats and it produces only blood. So that doesn't look great either. Yeah, but she freaks out. Oh, my God. I know that they're naive kids, but she freaks out in front of these twins that keep saying, you're a witch, you're a witch, you're a witch. Don't fucking freak out. Like, hide it under the hay, but she kicks it and runs blood everywhere. And so the twins are like, oh, my God, she's a witch. Yeah, it's really sad because, like, all these things are stacking up against her. Yeah, like, I, you feel so bad for her, but it's also like, girl, come on. These are the witch times. Stop acting like this. Yeah, it's super sad because, you know, like, you know what's coming as the viewer. Like, you know, but they have Caleb basically upstairs and they have him laid out and they're trying to they can't really do anything because again even if they had a doctor what's a doctor in the 1600s going to do bloodletting which is exactly what they do to him yeah yeah well it doesn't do anything shocking right (laughs) and he wakes up and he starts coughing and he basically throws up a bloody apple with a bite mark from his mouth and this is a really this is probably my favorite scene up until the end this whole sequence here it's really sad but he this apple comes up and then the whole family's up there and they basically all start praying over him but the twins they claim to forget the prayer and this is even a prayer that I don't know about Catholic. I, I don't know. Is this a Catholic prayer too? Protestants still use prayer. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they start saying the Lord's prayer, but the twins say they forget it. And this is even, you say the Lord's prayer as a child. Like this is something everyone yeah. knows. Also, it's even more terrifying because it is said that a witch cannot say the Lord's prayer in completion. So when they forget it and can't finish it, it's even more terrifying for the parents. Yeah, but see, Thomason is saying it. Yeah, which is ridiculous because the twins are trying to convince the parents that Thomason is the witch. So then why are you guys not finishing it? Well, they're saying that she's doing it to us. Yeah, but the kids, Thomason has even been saying, like, they're the witches. Like, that's when she starts saying, like, it's them. Like, they're the ones talking to fucking Black Phillip and shit. Like. there's like they're whispering to him at night and he's whispering back but she hasn't said anything to anyone yet right and what what happens unfortunately is that the kids point fingers first at her so the dad's like okay if you're a witch you gotta fucking tell me and then she comes out and goes no they're doing this shit and this shit and this shit they're fucking witches yeah but that's why they're not fucking saying it because they're fucking they're the ones that are doing this shit so, but they're all praying over, except for the twins. They just fucking pass out. Like, yeah. they just fall over on the ground. And while they're praying over him, Caleb, like, pops up. And he just starts proclaiming his love to Jesus and, like, yelling to Christ. And then he fucking dies. 
and it's really sad. It is now the uh, the acting. This is where I made a comment in my notes about the acting in this film. Really well done by everyone. You have mm-hmm. a very limited cast. It's just this family plus like some auxiliary witches and a goat, <laughs> and eventually a Lucifer. But I have a very limited cast, a family unit here. The mother, such a good job. Like well. She is an amazing actress, and we have actually seen her in Game of Thrones. Yes, she was the mother in Game. She don't have yeah. She's in Game of Thrones, and she is also really good in that. But whew. yeah, she's the one that constantly breastfeeds her son until he's yeah. like twenty. Uh huh. Yeah. And in this one, we see her breastfeeding a crow and 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 another baby. That's all she does. She just whips her boobs out to breastfeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so good, though, because yeah. in this, especially in this scene, Caleb dies and she just throws her body over him and just the the grief and the like the primal sobbing, like you just feel it like it makes you want to cry, you know, mm-hmm. that a yeah. mother lost another child, especially when Thomason reaches out to Caleb, like to join the grieving and she is like feral yelling at her to get the fuck away from her son and i'm like whoo mama's mad you because pack up off yeah but thomason loved caleb like they yeah. had probably the strongest bond of anybody in the family you know that was yeah they, instead she's left to go grieve by herself under a tree yeah she runs outside under a tree and starts sobbing and william runs after her and scoops her up and lets her cry in his arms and he calls her my girl several times yeah, and you're like oh my god he's the best dad and then this takes a turn oh yeah like (laughs) so william goes out there and tells her she will basically like you know if you are you need to tell me like all these things are happening and at first it starts off like very like hey you know like you should tell me because i can't do anything for you i can't help you if you don't tell me because we could go to christ and we could pray and and then like she's mad like she's like oh you fucking you think that I'm the witch? Well, what about you? You fucking lied to everyone. You did this and this. And she starts pointing out his sins. And then that's when you said, you know, she was accusing the twins and they do all this. So mm-hmm. then he's fucking mad and he doesn't know who the actual witch is because he takes into account. He does not not believe her about the twins, yeah. but he doesn't know who's telling the truth and who's lying. He just thinks that one of his children is a witch. So he locks them all in with the ghost and she's terrified because she's like don't fucking put me in here with this black philip son of a bitch like no and these (laughs) fucking witches but the twins don't answer when she asks if they've actually like spoken to black philip right and then the most the most terrifying scene comes up because they're locked in this barn overnight and overnight some shit's been happening like that's what witches do they come to barns and they eat goats and like that's part of the lore so in the middle of the night these witches have been coming down and feeding on the goats and stuff so now they're locked in there and they see one of the witches just like fucking teleport in there that's terrifying like they just hear a noise and all of a sudden they see like this body over there and then it just flips and in the morning we see all the goats are dead thomason's just laying there on the ground we don't know where the twins are it gets fucking terrifying. But while that's happening, the mother is having a fucking encounter. Oh, yeah. The she- devil has come in in the form of her dead sons. 
and asks her to sign the book and then we can be together. And she ends up, she thinks she's breastfeeding her son. And in fact, a crow is biting at her boob. Pretty scary yep. shit. Yep. 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 It's super gross. It's also seems real painful. Right. Oh, yeah. no. Like, I don't know how she's getting the maternal happiness out of that because oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, she's super delusional. And then also that mm-hmm. night when the witch has come, like the William is out there like pleading to the Lord to save his family, which is really sad and said that he has been prideful and suffers from the sin of pride and made his family leave their old village out of stubbornness rather than like religious devotion. So he thinks this is all like coming down to being his fault and that his family Mm -hmm. is he's like cursed his family because of his pride. And so that's really sad, too. But yeah, the next morning he sees fucking Thomason out there and he's like, oh, so it was you, (laughs) you know, but well, he sees her for a second, like for a second. And then Black Phillip fucking takes his horns and just shoves him in his side. Oh, yeah, he did. And I actually like this dad because he's like he's dying where these horns went in. He is dying at this point. He's already coughing up blood, but he is trying to prepare himself to rein in this fucking goat, which you saw in the beginning. He reins it in. It's a struggle. Yeah, he's trying to prepare himself to do this again. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking dying. This is going to be terrible. And instead, he gets slammed into this wood pile that he's been creating the whole fucking movie and dies there. He do die. Yeah. Yeah. Thomason also had like blood stained hands too. So it looks like she uh Yeah. Did some shit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our only potential loving person to Thomason now is dead. And she's laying there with bloody hands and no one else around. And mom comes out and she's like, Oh, so you did it all. Oh yeah. She's like, You have blood on your hands and blames her for the tragedies of the entire family, accusing her of trying to seduce her dad and brother, mm-hmm. attacks her, and then she kills her mom with a bill hook. Right. Which is amazing <laughs> hypocrisy when the mother was actually signed the devil's book the night before. Like Thomason is not a witch at this point, but her mother actually is. Yeah. And I will say like out of grief, you do a lot of things and you're really blinded by a lot of stuff. And she just wanted to see her sons and they were sitting right in front of her. But yeah. Yeah. And she was very out of it. Like she probably also thought she was hallucinating, having a dream, something. Yeah, exactly. And so Thomason goes into the house and she just kind of falls asleep for a long time. And then she wakes up at night and she hears something and goes into the stable where she basically says you know black philip speak to me if you can speak and the goat says you know would you like to live deliciously (laughs) and then all of a sudden black philip is a tall very handsome you know black haired piratey looking man (laughs) (laughs) kind of looking like a jack sparrow but you know better kempt man and he basically tells thomason to get naked and sign her name in a book. And she's like, well, I can't write. And he's like, don't worry about that. I got you. And she goes into the forest and she follows Black Philip there. And she joins a coven of witches. And they're holding a witch's Sabbath around a bonfire. And they all start to levitate. And she starts to levitate. And at first, she's not really reacting. And the higher and higher she gets in the air, she just starts laughing and having a great time. Now she's free. Yeah. I mean, her whole family's dead, but Kayla was really the only one she 
I guess she did care about her dad, but then all of a sudden her dad turned on her. So, you know, honestly, exactly. you know, not after she lost Caleb, it was just kind of like, well, you and know. The only one she actually killed was her mother who was trying to kill her. So. Exactly. She didn't do any of this. Yeah. So at this point, it's kind of like, well, oh, well. <laughs> Right. what do i have to lose at this point she's literally alone she if she goes back to town they will kill her what is she gonna do she's either gonna starve to death mm-hmm. or make a deal with the devil like it's exactly. one or the other and deal at this point it is. <laughs> if she is holding her family's religion she's already going to hell because she killed her mom so it's either go to hell for murder or go to hell because you made a deal with the devil and at least with the deal with the devil you get to live as a witch and get some pleasures in life the other way you're just miserable the whole time but you still go to the same place either way yeah but if you have you know signed into his world as opposed to him taking you after you might get more perks true true you might get to like his level of hell as opposed to one of the others. <laughs> exactly. All right. We ready for some trivia? Ready. All right. So Stephen King was terrified by this movie, hmm. which I love. Yeah. There's actually a shot in the beginning of Ergot on the corn, which I don't know how much you know about that, but Ergot was the hallucinogenic fungus that people now think is responsible for like the Salem witch trials and all the the panic around that it causes people to hallucinate we actually had a little town in France that it happened to I think in the 70s and the whole town went crazy because their bread ended up having this fungus so we were able to do a lot of research with that but there's actually a shot of the fungus on the corn so basically everyone here is hallucinating that there are witches oh wow yeah, yeah. that'll do it yep the Satanic Temple has endorsed this movie, and they have done they have hosted several screenings of it. That's cool. Yeah. Part of what I was talking about where there are phrases that they say that I didn't even understand, I found this one through trivia, so I know there's more that I don't know. So Black Phillip actually asks Thomason if if Thous would like the taste of butter. Why that is so important. I really liked this movie once I looked at more trivia because there's a lot of detail that they put into it, a lot of historical detail. Why that is so important is eating butter at that time was more of a sin than lying, blasphemy, and impurity. Interesting. Yes. Why? <laughs> I know. I know. In a time, in a, in a day and age when lying and blasphemy, blasphemy was terrible that could get you fucking killed as a witch. Butter? Interesting. Was it just too indulgent or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Black Phillip wasn't a well-trained animal. Everyone else on set was. Actually, they were saying that the, the hare was the most well-trained animal. Black Phillip wasn't. And that's actually a little scary because one of the scenes where Black Phillip lunges at the dad and he has to like try to struggle with it to gain control... That was actually a real struggle that the animal wasn't supposed to do that. So he really did have to grab it and struggle with it as an actor. Like that's pretty scary. scary. Those things are strong. Yes. And it really could do exactly what it did to kill you. Like just headbutt you into a pile of wood. Absolutely. 
The witches are speaking Enochian, which I don't know if anybody knows, but Enochian is actually an angelic language. So not demonic. It is not demonic, but <laughs> but we have to remember that Lucifer was a fallen angel. So of course True. he speaks Enochian. Yeah. So I would like to move like I'm still working on my list for 2021 because I have problems making decisions. And uh, same. <laughs> yeah. There is I was looking at the themes for this film and this is from just straight from Wikipedia because, you know, it's easy to look on Wikipedia and fuck teachers because not. No, I don't mean that at all. But like when they <laughs> say, no, 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 no. Uh, but I didn't get the uh, that came out wrong. But I mean, like <laughs> when they say Wikipedia isn't a good source for I know that why you yeah, can't use no, it. I but agree. like uh, according to analysts, the film transcends the traditional horror genre and enters a potential new category nicknamed elevated horror. I would love to know what else is considered elevated horror. So that means its impact is not delivered through scares, but by the effect of ambiance and scenography. I would love to look up elevated horror films. Like what else is considered elevated horror that I have been missing? Because it sounds I, just like psychological horror, no? No, it's different apparently. Because they actually talk about what why it's not necessarily psychological horror. Because not all psychological horror is elevated horror because it's not all like art house type films because it tends to typically be like exclusive to that type of genre but okay, not all so art house like a24 films right like pretty much yeah category. but like her- hereditary wouldn't necessarily be elevated horror either so i guess but it's i assume the like, shining would be right i would it's more about the so yeah ambiance scary i I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So this says this is stylistically represented by the film's usage of expressionist lighting, the uses of different kinds of camera to draw thematic elements, the addition employed to hide horror from the main site and the soundtrack sonic dissonance accompanying the instrumental scenes. So it's more about how it's filmed and less about the actual like plot points and usage of characters and things like that, if that makes sense interesting yeah and i thought that was really cool because it's things that you don't really notice they're doing to you as a viewer but that they're doing when they're actually like filming it and you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. very like director calls and cinematography things which i tend to yeah that's super interesting interesting yeah it's got some really interesting stuff on it about religious extremism and on the themes and you know because that's yeah <laughs> right. ideological grooming it's just super, i'm not going to go into all that but it's really interesting people were super torn on this because if you look at the critic score on rotten tomatoes it has a 90 percent, which is why it got the best film of i believe 2016 because its initial release was at sundance in 2015 so we mm-hmm. got the wide release in 2016 audience score however now the the critics there were 325 critic ratings audience there were 41,902 audience members that rated this 58% which does not meet the like you know certified press or whatever it has a tipped over popcorn bucket which means you know people didn't really like it that much 58% is nothing to scoff at but it's just really interesting of the difference of opinion for with critics versus the audience now I haven't read any of the actual 
you know, reviews from audience members. If I had to guess, some of it would be boring, difficult to understand, literally as far as language goes, not plot Mm -hmm. points, not scary, not horror. Uh, Those would just be my guesses. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know, though, like I'm interested to see what people's thoughts would be. Yeah. Neo horror. This was a crazy movie that I do not recommend. Very graphic and poorly acted. Poorly acted. Very graphic. You What's must graphic? not watch horror, fam. Like, yeah. It did have some intense moments, but the story did not keep my interest. I mean, that's just one person's review, but I very, very much disagree with that. Yeah. So. Agreed. The, what would you rate it? I'd probably give it a like. I'd probably give it a four. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's probably not one of my favorite films, but no, a solid, solid four. Like it's not something that I would watch all the time because I don't. I definitely mm-hmm. don't think it's light watching. <laughs> no, it's like Midsummer. Like I really liked it, but it's not something I can just like turn on and casually right. watch. You know, it has an average three point two four also on Rotten Tomatoes per the audience. So I mean, that's not terrible but you know definitely wasn't weird yeah and sad like i can definitely tell you know critics are more on the artsy track anyway like why else would you get into it if you don't like film well (laughs) so i think if also you're a more casual horror fan you've seen the Mm -hmm. same film so many times and when something a little different comes out it's super exciting and so it you want it to do like Yeah. And also it's harder to find. It's just better. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's more original. And you understand if you watch a ton of horror, eventually you start to understand. I'm not trying to sound. I'm not trying to sound pretentious. That's not what I mean. But you start to understand more elaborate plots and things that aren't in your face as much because you've just seen the same movie so many times. You know what I mean? So No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like a typical like slasher or like in your face. There's a witch in the corner and she's fucking, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, no, it was a solid film. I enjoy it. Agreed. But if you've seen it, let us know what you think. You can always email us at theextrasisters at gmail.com if you're not on the socials. But if you are on the socials, Facebook and Instagram are the Extra Sisters Podcast and Twitter is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our little Patreon family, you can head over to patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters Podcast. There's only two tiers, only a dollar and five dollars. So, you know, it's not expensive to join the little Patreon fam. And we really appreciate our patrons. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you guys so much. And we are going to be with you twice this week. We're with you on Monday per usual. And we're going to be back with you on Friday because Jason's back. And this is the one you've been screaming for. Until then, stay creepy.